you're tuned in, you're listening to the very first episode of the Colored In Podcast. This lovely voice that you're listening to belongs to your host, and that's me, Nai. That's N-A-I with an underscore, and it stands for Nice and Innovative. I am really excited to start on this journey with everyone, and for anyone who is listening right now, I just want to tell you I appreciate you. I appreciate you for taking out the time to listen to this. And I hope that you decide to stick around to listen to what I have to come. So as this is my very first episode for my very first podcast, I want to make sure I clearly articulate and explain my why. And my why comes from a lot of different places. So I'm going to try and narrow it down to my core three to tackle on the first piece of my why. I think it really comes down to the fact that I like to talk. (laughs) Plain and simple, I talk so much. It's one of my gifts, but also one of my curses. I can have really engaging conversations with people, but I can annoy the hell out of my friends and family because I repeat myself a lot and I will say like the same thing maybe five or six times, just almost as a form of mouth exercise. (laughs) Like it, it just happens. And it's one of those things that I've been blessed with. And it's one of those skills and one of those traits that I want to elevate to another standard and elevate to another level. That's my first why. And I want to make sure that I'm clear in saying, I don't think this is a unique thing. I think everyone likes to speak, especially if they're talking about themselves. I think everyone likes to have engaging conversations and engaging discussions. This is not a unique, one of a kind type of thing. But it is the thing that makes me feel comfortable enough to get in front of a mic and make mistakes and have opinions and talk through facts and express my emotions and process my emotions in front of an audience and in front of a group. So that's my first why or my first piece of my why. My second piece comes from this quote, and it's a quote by Maggie Coon, who was a very prominent activist in the Grey Panthers movement. And the quote states, speak up even if your voice shakes. That's just such a, that was just such a powerful statement to hear at a young age. So the background behind that is that I was part of a debate team. And obviously for debate, you have to go rounds and rounds of speaking and communicating. You have to do it precisely. You have to do it sometimes eloquently. And you have to do it in a specific amount of time because no one was there to waste their time. And funny enough, I was actually pretty not great at speaking, as you can tell, right? Like, look at that last sentence. Um, I did not speak well. It just wasn't a thing for me because as a child growing up in a Caribbean household, and also, side note, you guys will hear and get to know a little bit more about my personal me throughout my anecdotes, but... Growing up in a Caribbean household, it was custom to be seen, not heard. So don't speak unless spoken to. Don't draw attention to yourself. Don't be a nuisance. Don't make noise. And the list goes on. When I joined the debate team, by mistake, because I don't think I actually ever wanted to do that, I never volunteered to take on a topic, even if it was a topic that I actually thought was incredibly interesting. If I ever spoke, it was my debate coach who picked on me and was like, all right, go up and start up on the topic and give us your rebuttal and all this, all that great stuff. Um, and at one point I was struggling. I just, I just couldn't find myself to do it because it felt like I was betraying my family customs and my family, my familial upbringing. 
what I had to do at that point was quit. Like I completely, I was like, I'm not doing this and I'm not coming here at 3.15 after school anymore. Debate team is done. We're over it. And I was like, I'm going to sign up for something else. Um, and my debate coach tapped me on the shoulder and he was like, and I remember him, his name is Mr. Myers. And he was like, why did you quit? Like you write some of the best arguments, you write some of the best defenses, some of the best rebuttals. Why did you leave? Like you have an amazing talent to cultivate here. And I was like, I don't want to speak. Plain and simple, like just leave, like take my words and let someone else say them. But me myself, pass. I just would rather not speak. And he came to me and he told me, he was like, you know about the Great Panthers movement? He's like, my mother was a part of the Great Panthers movement. And for those who don't know, the Great Panthers movement was a local organization or a not-for-profit charity, whatever you want to call them, that focused on a lot of ageist issues. Ageist or ageism is like, you know, being racist or being discriminatory, sorry, being discriminatory towards people of old age. So the Grey Panthers was a group that kind of fought against or they advocated for multi-generational local networks and they confronted ageism and other social justice issues. My debate coach, he told me, he was like, Maggie Kuhn, um, which was someone that his mother admired when she was a part of the Grey Panther movement, she said, speak up even if your voice shakes. And at that young age, I believe I was probably 11 or 12, that meant nothing to me. I was like, all right, cool. Not coming at 3.15, though. Like, you will not see me. And the only reason why I went back to the debate club is because my mother was like, you need an after-school program because I can't pick you up. <laughs> I can't pick you up from, your, from school at the time that you get out. So we need to put you somewhere until I can actually come and get you, which is a common issue that a lot of families who are Caribbean, um, so if, if I haven't said this yet, but I am a person of color, black uh, specifically, so that is actually a common issue that people face because a lot of the times people of color, they're immigrants and they're working kind of odd hours, they don't typically have a nine to five, um, and even if they did have a nine to five, school usually lets out around 2.30, 3 o'clock, maybe a little bit later, so there was always kind of a gap where I needed to be looked after before someone can actually pick me up and bring me home. So I had to go back to the debate team. I didn't have, to, I didn't have a choice. And um, my mother wasn't going to let me play basketball, and she wasn't going to let me go into dance yet. But we'll get to that story in another time. So I went back into the debate team, and every single practice after that, I had to start off every single debate. I had to go up there, pick a topic, and speak for two minutes off the top of my head. No research to be done, um, no time to brainstorm my position, whether I was a pro or a con. So after a while, he didn't even have to tell me. After a while, I just developed this habit of going into debate practice, standing in front of the class, waiting for everyone to pile in, and I had my pick, close my eyes, pick the topic, and I went for it. And after a while, it started to become, started to become more of a muscle and it became more of an exercise to exercise that muscle. And then I realized I didn't, it's not that I did not like to speak. It's not that I didn't want to speak. It was that I was taught not to. And that was probably my first premature lesson of unlearning and unconditioning yourself from being silenced 
So that started that journey. And that quote, by the way, we did great in the debate. I didn't continue that. I switched over to dance because I like to move my body more than I like to move my mouth. But uh, it was still a great journey and it propelled me into becoming this person that I am today and the woman that I plan to become in the future. So that quote stuck with me throughout my entire life. And I am so grateful for my debate coach for imparting those words of wisdom. And so if we want to take a step back to be able to analyze and understand the meaning of that quote, obviously it can mean a lot of different things to different people. But to me, it meant speak up even if you're afraid to, even if you feel like you shouldn't, even if you feel like it could cause more damage than good although those situations can get a little bit tricky. But the idea is speak up even if you have not used your voice before because the only way you'll be able to continue using it is by practicing and using it frequently. And so that quote and that thought came into my head at the most important moments of my life. It came into my head when I had to do my valedictorian speech for eighth grade. It came into my head when I had to do a presentation for a national conference. It came into my head when I had to do several interviews for the job that I have now and interviews for the fellowship that I was a part of um, throughout college. It came into my head when I had to do group presentations, group work, and then I naturally kind of just assumed the role of leader because my hand was up and my hand was always up because I knew after my hand was risen, I was gonna speak right after and that got me excited. So. That is the second piece of my why. I hope that if you haven't heard this quote before, um, it can mean something to you now. It can inspire you to to say something or to do more now. Um, And I'm gonna repeat it again and say that, speak up even if your voice shakes. That is just such a powerful notion. And I want any one of my listeners to know that I will ask you guys to engage with me and give me your feedback And even if you're a little bit worried or scared, I know a lot of people on the internet are not scared to say what they feel. Um, They hide behind the screen, the same way I'm hiding behind my microphone, and they let all hell loose. But there are still some people out there who would rather just stay silent. And that's okay, sometimes. Other times, it's not. And when those times come where it's no longer okay to be silent, use your voice, use your tool even if you haven't picked it up in the last years, decades, centuries. Yes, because I do expect some of my viewers to be 100 plus years old. That's the second piece to my why and to why I'm starting this podcast. So shout out to my debate team, to my debate coach, and to Maggie Kuhn for saying such a powerful quote. So now let's move on to the third why or the third piece of the why. That third piece came out of of a place of confusion. I wanted, I just knew I had a drive and a passion to do more and to have more impact in the world and to force my voice into particular atmospheres and particular circles. And I had no idea how I wanted to do that. And I still kind of don't. This is my first experiment in trying to figure out the best way to do that because of the other two whys (laughs) or the other two pieces of my why. So... I was, as you could say, I was confused. And one of my friends was like, you know what? You have a great voice. You should start a podcast. 
I was like, I don't think anybody's going to listen to me, honey. Like, it's not that great. And she was like, sometimes it's not really the voice or the tone that people need to hear, but the words and the way that they're being said. And you personally have a way of speaking and communicating that's just, I just want to listen to you. And I think there are a lot of other people who could feel the same way. And I was like, thanks, friend, for gassing me up. Uh, but it also lit a light bulb in my head. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. So I bought a microphone off of Best Buy. Shout out to Best Buy. Sponsor me if you want to. And I I started this. And I'm going to keep doing this. And I have a lot of cool things lined up for you guys. So I'm really excited for you to join me along this journey, as I said before. So that's my why. And that's kind of the purpose of this whole episode. Um, to also give a lot more basic facts about me. I am a 20-something-year-old whatever, I'm not going to give y'all my real age, uh, who lives in New York and is a woman of color. I am a professional full-time, and I do have a full-time job, so this is definitely going to be more of my side hustle, but uh, probably will be putting a lot more work into this than I do my actual job. (laughs) Uh, But also, of course, bear with me because we're also going to try and figure out the scheduling things. I also want to give you guys a sneak peek into how I'm planning out this podcast and what my focus is. So obviously I'm focused on the black perspective, not, I I don't want to say not intentionally, not because it's like the thing right now, it's because of trend, but it's because the person who is speaking to you right now is black. So a lot of my opinions are going to be rooted in the black experience. And a lot of the experiences of my guests will be rooted in the black experience or in uh, experience contrary to that. So one little note is that I will be having guests, so you won't be hearing me full time. Sad, I'm sorry, I know, but it's okay. I'm going to have some solo episodes as well. And secondly, again, my perspective is going to be my perspective. If I come across a little heated or a little vengeful or a little like I'm venting or um, hope a little offensive, although hopefully I think I won't cross those lines. Of course, as my listeners, please let me know. Be sure to correct me if you think I'm saying something wrong. Um, but also know that these, for the most part, unless told otherwise, are going to be opinions backed by fact and backed by experience. So when I was planning out this podcast, I was brainstorming with my friends and with my mentors, and I was like, what do I want to do? Like, I need to make a business plan. So I am that person. I am a passion project person. Yeah, try saying that like four or five times to six different people. <laughs> um, so I was like, I need a plan or else this is going to be some mumble jumble bullshit and nobody's going to understand what the direction is. So I decided that I'm going to focus this podcast around four different pillars. And those pillars would be career, which would be like career advice, trying to understand how to make a career, how to transition, the difference between a career and a job and Everything with what it means to be a professional, how to get into professional development, what it means to develop professionally. Um, As someone who has been working in corporate America for the past six years, uh, I think I'm not as, I'm not an expert, but I do understand that I'm pretty well versed. I was also a career counselor in college, so I have some tools and resources that I think could be very helpful to my listeners. The second addition to the C that I would like to add is culture. So we have a culture. Uh, we Everyone has a culture. And every now and then I'm going to be touching on different pieces of the culture that I think are important to talk about and important to learn about. So 
my C is going to be focused on careers and culture. Uh, the second pillar will be on relationships, and it will be geared towards particularly relationships within the black community and how they are perceived to be toxic, how they can some, sometimes be toxic, and how relationships can kind of transform and evolve or devolve within different circumstances. I've been having a relationship for a good amount of time, and I got some, I got some little gold nuggets, golden nuggets for you guys that I think you guys are going to use. I've got some little gems that I think will be helpful to anyone who's listening. My third pillar will be on education. Education is my end-all be-all. I'm an academic. I was an academic from day one, and it's something that I'm always striving for. So I'm going to be splitting out my education into two pieces, and that's going to be financial literacy and books, (laughs) and books of different genres, books of different um, elements and content, and then, of course, financial literacy. I'm going to be talking about budgeting, like expensing, um, how to manage your money, how to invest, and I have a lot of different people who can help come in on that topic. So another hint, I am a finance professional. So um, that's kind of my world. It's been my world since day one, since I started working. So I'm really excited to share a lot of cool things with you guys on that front. And then my last pillar, last but certainly not least, will be wellness. And that's going to be encompassing mostly uh, physical fitness journeys and nutrition and diet, specifically for the Caribbean cultures, because I think a lot of the times our instinct is to fry food. And when we do that, we lose all the nutrients that were supposed to be within the food. So I definitely want to kind of reshape the conversation that we have around um, nutrition and diet, uh, specifically within the black community. So those are going to be my four structured pillars that I'm going to be tailoring every episode to. And in the name of creating acronyms, like I did with my name, Nye, um, I realized that I created an acronym by doing these pillars. So going from careers as the C, relationship as the R, education as the E, and wellness as the W, I created the, well, I didn't create the word, but we have the word crew. So for anyone who is listening to this episode and going to be listening to future episodes, I want to officially welcome you guys to the crew. You guys don't can't see me, but like I'm pointing at the screen and I have a big smile on my face because I felt like that was genius. Um, so a lot of people are like, or I'm sure a lot of people will be like, why didn't you call this podcast the crew podcast? Why is it called Colored N? Sorry, I made that voice. <laughs> but the reason why it's called the Colored N podcast is because I created this name by brainstorming with one of my very best friends. And I want to honor that. But also more importantly, as I said before, I am a colored person. And I am targeting our allies and our colored community. What I want to discuss and the topics that I have set up for my audience um, can be applicable to to a wide variety of people. So this podcast, although we have our pillars that are going to be able to provide structure and purpose for each of the episodes, there are going to be a lot of colorful topics that will fall in and out of them. And so that's why 
I decided to stick with the name Colored in One because I want to honor the brainstorming session I had with my very best friend. But two, it's because we're going to be getting into a lot of colorful topics. And I'm saying colorful in the sense of the answers will definitely not be black and white. And that's a sad fact of reality, and that's something that people struggle with every single day. But a lot of the times, I'm going to walk away, my guests are going to walk away, my audience, you guys are going to walk away thinking, this ain't really as black and white as I thought it could be. And that's okay. I want to get us to a place where we can live within the gray area and still feel authentic to ourselves. So that's my spiel. And again, I want to thank anyone who's currently listening. I want to thank anyone who is interested and in planning on returning back. We have some great episodes lined up for you. So be sure to connect with us on Instagram and be sure to connect with me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor FM. So again, thank you to everyone who's listening. I am your host, Nye. That stands for Nice and Innovative. And I'm excited to talk to you guys soon. Bye.